Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll continue breaking down the starters, this time in the Western Conference, all the starters there, and of course, I will give you my predictions for the reserves in the Western Conference All-Star Game. So, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we talked in the last episode about the East starters and my predictions for the reserves for the All-Star game. So let's hit the West, shall we? Let's deal with the West. So, all right, so let's talk about the starters first for the front court. LeBron James, and of course, he's the leading vote getter. No surprise there. So he will once again be the captain of the West. Along with, in the front court, Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, of course, for Denver. Uh, and surprise, Zion Williamson, guys. Zion Williamson squeezes out Anthony Davis to make the front court of the All-Stars So as a starter. So, you know, a lot of people want to moan and groan and carry on about that. And again, the you know the last three weeks I was giving you the fan breakdown, but it's really fifty percent fan vote, twenty five percent player vote, and twenty five percent media vote. So, and the numbers bear out for Zion Williamson. I say you know the fans speak. That's that's it. You know players as well in media, but to a lesser extent. So. This is who they want. How can I argue with the fan, the the fan base? So he's the starter, and that's that's all there is to it. Well, I'd like to have seen a uh, Laurie Marketing make it, being that it's in going to be in Salt Lake City, sure. Or even a Sabonis who's averaging pretty much a nearly a triple double, sure. But This is how it shakes out, guys. So, it is what it is. But, again, kind of like the case with Kevin Durant, we have to see where Zion at as far as his health. So, this could all be for naught if if he can't go. So, if that's the case, my perfect scenario, if Zion can't go, I have no qualms with making Laurie Marketing the starter being that again. The game is in Utah, so I would have no issue with that. So, all right, so that's your front court. Back court, pretty much, I told you, was slam dunk from day one, guys. Steph Curry and Luka Doncic. So, that's, you know, no arguments there. Those are the guys. So, that's your starters. So, with that said, let us talk about reserves. And all the worthy candidates. And I'll do it like I did in the East. I'll give you like the players, terms of the team rankings, more or less. Uh, It may vary from, um, it may vary a bit. It was more so streamlined in the East. Might not be so here in the West. So, So I'll give you the players. All right, so let's start with the 
top team in the West, the Denver Nuggets. You know you got the Joker there. How about Jamal Murray, guys? Jamal Murray, who's come all the way back from that torn ACL. This is what he's doing, guys. Over 19 points per game, 5.7 assists, and over 4 rebounds. Shooting it 45.3% from the field, 38.5% from three, and 82.6% from the free throw line. Jamal Murray is having a very good year. He's having a good year for the top team in the West. You know, it's, there's a lot to be said for that. So, uh, does he have a case? He has a case. He has a case. Is it a strong case? Maybe not so much, but definitely has a case that's worth at least stating. So, so we'll start there. Let's move to the Memphis Grizzlies, of course. Everything begins and ends with Ja Moran. So, Ja Moran averaging 27.3 points per game, 8 assists, 5.5 rebounds. Shooting from the field, 46.5%. Nearly, nearly 32% from 3. That's not really his forte. And 74.3 from the charity stripes. So, Ja Moran, one of the most exciting players in the game right now. You would definitely have to say a shoe-in to be a reserve for the All-Star game. So, with that said, let's move to the Kings. The Sacramento Kings guys, who are third in the West, believe it or not, uh, got two guys here. DeMontis Sabonis. I've been singing his praises. Uh, 18.4 points per game. 12.4 rebounds. That leads the league, by the way. 7.3 assists as well. Shooting it, and get this, shooting it 60.6% from the field, 75.3% from the free throw line. It would be an absolute crime if this man is not in the All-Star game. He deserves it. Uh, the numbers bear out for him. And he's doing it, by the way, with an injured thumb. So, uh, DeMontis Sabonis getting it done. And his teammate, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is having another fantastic year, guys. He's been healthy, uh, um, scoring nearly 24 points per game, over six assists, guys, and also 4.3 rebounds. And for a guard, he's shooting nearly 51% from the field. Fantastic. Um, 33.3% from three and 78.5% from the free throw line. It would be an absolute crime to exclude De'Aaron Fox from the All-Star game. He's having a fantastic year, guys. Um, he's had one in the past, but now he's doing it with a winning ball club behind Mike Brown, their coach. So he, he's got to get his due, guys. So, um... I think this could be the year. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. C.J. McCollum. You know, guys, I've been talking about him endlessly. Uh, over 21 points per game. Nearly six assists. Five, four and a half rebounds. Shooting at 43% from the field. 
I mean, he has to because uh, most nights he's the only show in town because Zion was hurt. Then you had Brandon Ingram who was hurting as well. Uh, nearly 39% from three. He's been proficient there. And over 78% from the free throw line. I think this is probably the strongest case that C.J. McCollum has for being an all-star in all his years in the NBA. You know, he played alongside Dame, so Dame kind of takes that shine away from you. But here, guys, he's been pretty much, you know, bearing the load while Ingram was out and now Zion as well. So I think this could be the year, guys. He has a strong case once again and probably as strongest of his career. So we'll have to bear that out and see. Let's talk about some Clippers. Paul George. Paul George, he's played in 35 games, so he's missed, he's missed some games, guys. That's for sure, especially with that hamstring. 23.5 points per game, 6 rebounds, 5.3 assists, and a steal and a half per game. 46.7% from the field. Over 39% from three and 88.6% from the free throw line. Paul George playing like an all-star. <laughs> what more can you say? And for that Clippers club that a lot of people deem is championship ready. So Paul George getting it done. Now Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. He hasn't played a lot of games, guys, but uh, I say he doesn't have as strong a case. He's looking better as the season goes on, but initially, you know, he's missed maybe about a month or so in the season, uh, actually two months. Um, he played in that opener, and then he was shut down for a while, so... I don't think he gets in. I don't think Kawhi gets in because of the missed games and so forth. So, but he's starting to come around to be to be in the old Kawhi. But I think he, I think he doesn't make the cut. Let's then talk about Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Twenty-five and a half points per game, six rebounds. Four and a half re four and a half assists. So and also one point seven steals. Shooting it nearly forty six percent from the field, thirty six point eight from three, and nearly seventy eight from the free throw line. Anthony Edwards, another guy. When Carl Anthony Towns went down, he became the guy. So he's been doing it for the Timberwolves, keeping them Within the playoff hunt, that's for sure. So, Anthony Edwards. The numbers are strong, guys. Very strong here. So, um, does he get the nod? We'll see. But, definitely a strong case there. Let's talk about a couple of Jazz players. One I mentioned already. Laurie Marketing With his nearly 25 points per game. 8.7 rebounds for him. Shooting it from the field. With the fact that everybody knows he's the guy. 
52% from the field, 43.2% from three. Whew. Remarkable. And over 87% from the three throw line. Laurie Marketing, who went in that deal for Donovan Mitchell. Marketing always had the talent, guys. It was always availability. He always was banged up, always got hurt. Whether it be with Chicago, whether it be with Cleveland, he, he would just always get those injuries where you have to miss a lot of time. This year, not so much. So, yeah, I think this is the year that he breaks through and make the All-Star team. That, um, yeah, so that's my feelings there. Uh, his teammate, Jordan Clarkson, a guy, another guy, quietly having a terrific year. Remember, Jordan Clarkson was usually your sixth man, so he was always in the running for sixth man of the year awards and so forth. But he's been a starter all year, guys. 21 points per game, uh, 4.3 assists, and nearly four rebounds. Shooting it over 45% from the field, shooting it 35% from three and 82.3% from the free throw line. He's had a solid year, guys. Is it all-star reserve worthy? I don't know. He'll have a tough time pushing out some of these other guys, but he has a case. He has a case. I'd be remiss not to say that the man has a case. So, so that's the deal with Clarkson. Jordan Poole, I know people are going to think I'm nuts, but hear me out. Jordan Poole for the Golden State Warriors. You would think I say Clay Thompson, but he's missed a lot of time with the, you know, they're managing that knee, make sure, you know, he doesn't play back-to-backs and so forth. So, but Jordan Poole has played just about every game. 21.2 points per game, 4.4 assists. And nearly three rebounds for him. Shooting it nearly 44% from the field. Over 32% from three. Uh, that could be better. And 87% from the free throw line. Jordan Poole. Does he have a case? Might be a flimsy case, but he has a case nonetheless. He's been available for the most part. And in those times where Steph was missing from the lineup or even Clay. He stepped up to the plate. He just got his, secured his bag. So, you know he's going to be in Golden State for a while. So, Jordan Poole, climbing up the ladder. Probably not this year, but look out in years to come. Jordan Poole is on the come, guys. So, bear that in mind. To OKC we go. Shy Gilkius Alexander. When I tell you somebody's having a fantastic year, this kid is nearly 31 points per game, 5.6 assists, nearly 5 rebounds, uh, 1.7 steals, and over 1 block per game for him. And with him being the guy over there, he's shooting over 51% from the field, 30, over 36% from 3, and well over 90% from the free throw line. Shai Gilkis Alexander, SGA. 
again, fantastic season. But again, like marketing, the problem with him was always availability. This year, he's been available for the most part. He's missed some games here and there, but nothing to be alarmed about. But he's putting up fantastic numbers. So it'll, you'll be hard-pressed not to have him as a reserve this year. Of course, Dame Lillard. Let's talk about a few uh, Blazers, in fact. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. Over 30 points per game. 7.4 assists, 4 rebounds for him. Shooting at 46.2% from the field, 373 from the three-point line, and over 90% from the field. Dame Lillard, now healthy. You know last year he had the abdominal issues there, so he's back. He's healthy for the most part. He missed some games early on, but he's, he's back nonetheless and playing like an all-star. His backcourt mate, Anthony Simons, um, who I call CJ McCollum 2.0, nearly 22 points per game, four assists, close to three rebounds per game, shooting at 44.4% from the field, 37.4% from three, and he's shooting 90% from the free throw line. So you have two backcourt guys shooting. 90% or better. Uh, again, I think he suffers from the C.J. McCollum syndrome where he's playing next to this uh, perennial all-world guard. So I think he gets kind of swallowed up in that. So strong case, strong case, but I don't think strong enough. So... Um, I think he's on the outside looking in. Jeremy Grant, the third blaze I want to talk about. 21.2 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, almost 2.5 assists per game, shooting it nearly 49% from the field, 42.4 from three, wow, and then 79.6% from the free throw line. Jeremy Grant, he's been everything they wanted him to be when they traded him, got him from the Detroit Pistons. So he's been that guy. He's been solid in the front court. So uh, is he an all-star? Yeah, perhaps not. But definitely worth a conversation having as far as Jeremy Grant. If they were higher up in the standings, then I can make probably a stronger case, but yeah, um, it'll be a tough go for him. Let's talk about uh, the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, it's been a tough year uh, with Devin Booker missing a lot of time, CP3 missing a lot of time, but he's back now, so definitely don't see him making it in. Only person who's, who has a strong case is, believe it or not, uh, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, uh, 17 and a half points per game, over 10 rebounds, and over two assists for him. Uh, shooting at 57.2 from the field, 
and over 71% from the free throw line. Numbers don't jump out at you. It is a he is averaging a double-double, which you like to see that. Um, does he have a case? Uh, outside case, but I don't think a strong enough case. I just think the guard, the guard situation is so strong in the West that I think he's on the outside looking in in that regard. So, so I think, uh, yeah, he'll probably won't make it. Let's talk about two more players, guys. Keldon Johnson for the Spurs, who's having a very good year. 21.5 points per game, nearly five rebounds, 2.5 assists. The efficiency, not so great. 43% from the field. That's because they keying in on them. They know who else is going to score the basketball. Uh, over 34% from the three-point uh, three range and over 78% from the free throw line. He has a case. Is it a strong case? Probably not because the Spurs now are amongst the bottom feeders in the West, so definitely don't see that happening for him. And then the last person I'll talk about, Jalen Green for the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets, the worst team in the West and probably the league for that matter. Um, 21.7 points per game over four rebounds 3.7 assists for him shooting it only over 41 percent from the field 33 over 33 percent from three and 78 percent from the free throw line Jalen Green sophomore season he's looked much better than he did in, in his freshman campaign so You'll probably see him in that Friday game with the rookies and sophomores. You'll see him in that. So that's where you probably see him shine at. So, um, But as far as All-Star, yeah, no, he's on the outside looking in, guys. But I figure I stayed a case for him nonetheless. So, All right, so that brings us to my predictions for the reserves. So... Let us get into it, shall we? So, here's who I think, here's how it shakes out as far as the reserves. I think John Moran is a no-brainer. He makes it. I'm going to say this with my chest, guys. Two Sacramento Kings makes the All-Star team. DeMontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox both make it. Yeah, I'm saying it. Uh, and yeah, I think they both make it. Paul George, I feel, makes it as well for the Clippers. I think he gets in. Laurie Barkinen, I already told you guys how I felt about him. He gets in. Shai Gilkis Alexander, how can you not pick him as an all-star? And the last person, of course, Dame Lillard. So, so that's your seven uh, reserves, guys. Now, in the case... In the case that Zion can't go, again, my feeling would be move marketing up to the starting lineup. Again, it's in Salt Lake City, so it'd definitely be a good look, that's for sure. I mean, you could go Sabonis too, but I would go marketing if I had to replace a starter in the front court. So, with that said, you would probably have to pick 
the injury replacement between these three players. It'd be between C.J. McCollum, who, you know, I spoke about, guys, who I think would be the perfect reserve um, injury replacement if Zion couldn't go because you at least want to have one Pelican there. That would be nice. That would be apropos. Or you can go Anthony Edwards. Or you can go Jamal Murray. Again, the second bless, the second best player on the top team in the West. So uh, those would be amongst those I would pick among the reserves. And I'd lean towards McCollum. So, all right, guys. So that is it. That is it for this episode. Again, guys. I appreciate you listening and staying with the show. And guys, again, don't be shy. Write write a review for me. You can do it right on my website, allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can do it right over there. My YouTube channel, I'll probably get this listed on the YouTube channel shortly. So uh, go ahead and write those reviews, guys. All right, so... Once again, I thank you for listening. Always appreciate your listenership and you taking the time to hear hear me out. <laughs> Even as crazy as I could go sometime, but uh, I thank you for listening and we'll talk soon, guys. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www all things basketball with gd.com you can also email me at that sports gd at gmail.com to support this podcast you can go to my paypal and that email is that sports gd at gmail.com also on my anchor page i have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So... Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.